This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum, the Scandinavian Tobacco Group, Lane Limited, and the CountrySquireOnline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing well. I'm so excited that we, uh, we, we've started our broadcast. Yes. And, um, and it's not on mute. So our live viewers can actually actually listen to us. Yeah, you know, this is something that the uh, <laughs> the podcasters won't appreciate, so we'll kind of pull back the curtain and let you know about uh, what, what's been going on here at the live show uh, over the last past, I want to say, half a month at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have consistently <laughs> started the broadcast uh, with the microphones on mute for the live channel. So. Hey, you- you know, it's good to be consistent. Well, <laughs> I mean, you, you get an A for that. You get an A for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if, if there was something I was going to get an A for, that would make some sense. But no, this is uh, this is bad. This is people coming to the YouTube channel, <laughs> seeing our ugly mugs with no audio. I know. And the understanding that they're tuning in to like a radio-style broadcast. They, they, they couldn't hear us, but at least it was redeemed by our uh, faces that look like someone opened the Ark of the Covenant. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You chose poorly. Was, right, exactly, exactly. We, Bo and I thought we might do this gag tonight where uh, we started the first, like, 30 seconds of the episode just, <laughs> just lip-saying things without actually speaking but just saying it, and then finally coming out and being like, oh, just kidding, we, we actually turned the mic yeah, on. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, I, I was thinking about last week just <laughs> how many comments we had on the YouTube before <laughs> I was able to edit it, and people saying, like, nope, uh-uh, can't hear you, what's wrong with you? Oh, people? it's a complete disaster. Complete yeah. disaster. So anyway, if, if you're not a live watcher and but you're a, a listener of our podcast on a regular basis, tune in for the uh, the live show, You'll uh, you, right. you just never know. Uh, what kind of shtick will will come up? And at so. the very least, subscribe to the YouTube channel to make up for all the people that unsubscribe to us. That's right. That's after right. The last couple of episodes, <laughs> that would be great. Man, these guys are terrible. They, they can't even speak. They don't know what they're doing. Right. No, no clue. No how, clue. How are you doing, man? You know, I'm I'm doing really well. Um, it's yeah. been uh, it's been a, a busy last several days. Um, for the for those of you who follow me on Twitter, you've been seeing a lot of the the stuff I've been posted and or that I've been posting. And you know, we got this. Uh, great, great big news announcement with Satchel, and things have been going really well with yeah, that. Dude, so I've been rocking and rolling. Yeah, dude, I've been I've been interviewed by the UK. I've been interviewed by New York. Uh, yeah, I've I've been. Uh, if you want to interview me, you can interview me right here and now. Let's do it right here on the I'm, square. I'm right. going to interview you right now. All right, go for it. Um, you know what? Let's do it next. Yeah, time. you know what? Like, we'll <laughs> hold off on it. We'll hold off on it. No, man, but it has been great. But not only That's has it exciting. been. You know, great for uh, for for me and for my little projects going on, but also it's been great for Country Squire Radio, man. We had a big milestone this last past week. What was that? We hit two thousand Twitter followers. Did we really? Yes, sir. Dude, congratulations, Woo! man. That's awesome. Dun, dun, dun. I, I did not realize that. That's really great. That is yeah. really great. So yeah. I, I meant to actually tweet out whoever our two yeah. thousandth person was, right? But by the time I did, we we bypassed it. We so. had like two, yeah, yeah. whatever. Sorry yeah. about that. That's great. Whoever man, you really were. Cool. You don't probably even know that you were our two thousand, <laughs> but uh, but you were, and we appreciate you. For well, it. you know, we do sound like broken records, but we we have made so many good friends through this effort, and uh, even preparing for tonight's episode uh, over the past few days. Like, you know, we've gotten a lot of feedback for the topic we'll get to in a minute, and but you know, we we're just overwhelmed by the amount of people that have gotten gotten invested with us, and we talk to regularly, and so um, yeah, that's it's wonderful. We that's thank been you great. for that. Yep. It's been great, man. Hey, we've got some big news. We do have big news. Now, this is this is huge. Now, you know, this is one of those things. I actually, I got to tell you, man, I feel a little bad because I didn't check with you first. Yeah. Okay. But I, I did give the, uh, what do you call it, an exclusive. I, I did give the exclusive on this news yeah. on our Twitter account. No, that's good. Uh, via a, a Periscope 
uh, video. Oh, good. Yeah. So Has that already gone out? It's already gone out. And I don't even okay. think you can watch so it because, you know, the way the Periscope works, I don't know if you if know If you're this. not there, it's it's gone. You got like 48 right? hours, but after 48 hours, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Okay, so it's come and gone. And, and, and so much as anything is ever gone on the internet, of yeah. course. But uh, yeah. but for the most part, yeah, you, you probably can't find it. Okay. So so those those few of you who saw that Periscope, you know what of this of which I speak. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Country Squire Radio is going on the road. We're going to Chicago. We're going to Chicago, <laughs> baby! Woo! I'm so excited, man. It's going to be great. It is going to be a blast. You know, I, I mean, this is this is like you know the mecca for the pipe world, right? Oh, yeah, so it's you huge. know, regard. I don't know how many pipe smokers are actually in Chicago, but think about like you know, uh, people come from all over the world for this event, and and um, you know, Bo, you've probably been to the city of Chicago before once, I, and I had a story about a. I can't talk. Never mind. Yes, I've been once. I've been once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've actually never been to Chicago. My dad grew up there, and, you know, everyone always talks about it. Uh, there's that great Frank Sinatra song, Chicago. Chicago, Chicago what yeah. yeah, that. I, I, you know, one of the great things See, is, people get to tune in, listen to us, listen to us sing, and see us, and then immediately <laughs> go vomit. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. But, uh, man, I just can't wait to go. It's going to be so much fun. I'll get to meet some of my favorite pipe carvers and... Um, of course, meet folks from the tobacco industry from all over the world, and um, yeah, we, we've got more information on that kind of coming out in the in That's the coming right. days. But uh, man, we're just so excited! And if you're going to Chicago, uh, please let us know. We'd love to love to uh, at least see you on the convention floor up there. Yeah, the uh, the capacity in which we're going, how to find us, what all is going around that, that's coming in the, in the coming weeks. But for now, for those of you who are planning on being in Chicago, definitely let us know. For those of you who want to come to the Chicago Pipe Show, yeah. go ahead and get your tickets uh, and let us know once you do because it'd be great if we had some sort of, you know, before, when we did New Orleans, which was a lot of fun, it was yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of it was, it was y'all coming up and, and introducing yourselves to us, which was great. We want that to happen one way or the other. But it would be nice if almost we had kind of like a checklist of making sure that we get a chance to meet up with everybody at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely, yeah. Or I'd even like have some sort of way like, you know, to blast out a message like, hey, we're all going to meet up at Deep Dish such and such or something of that nature. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and do something. That would be really awesome. So uh, I don't know Chicago like I know New Orleans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's great. We, so, we, that's why we need we need people that do. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So looking forward to, uh, to meeting up and syncing up with uh, several of you guys there. Really so, yeah. exciting there. Yep. Chicago. Man, we've got a topic tonight. We've, uh, of course, these last couple of episodes, we've been putting it out <laughs> that we've been gathering up thoughts and feedback. That's right. That's right. As we reopen our uh, series on what we call pipe culture. Pipe culture. Yeah. Now, pipe culture is an attempt not to define per se or, or, or give marching orders. Definitely not. Right. This is a, this is a place where we observe, study, if you will, the culture that surrounds the pipe, uh, pipe community, pipe industry, right. but mostly folks who are actually coming to the pipe. You know, throughout various episodes that we've had over the last, uh, gosh, almost three years, uh, we've looked at the origin stories of, of common threads that bring people into the uh, pipe. We've looked at what people do while they're enjoying their pipe. Yeah. And one of the things that has come up is the the realization, the understanding? Oh, it's so polarizing that the hipster culture, golly, has impacted. Even, even saying it, my skin's crawling. It like. either has impacted or <laughs> been impacted by the pipe culture. Now, it's great because what we did is we posted to Facebook, we posted to Twitter, we put up on the Reddit uh, group over at uh, the R slash Pipe Tobacco on Reddit, which is an awesome community, and by the way. Y'all talk are awesome. Oh, the feedback is tremendous. Yeah. But talk about a lightning rod, man. Like, people just, Dude. like, immediately struck a nerve. You know what I mean? Apparently, this is a subject that people have opinions on, John. Yeah, Dude. no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the, the language I saw in some of those Reddit threads was reminiscent of, like, 
you know, being on a golf course right. or like the, you know, when your team's down in the Super Bowl or something like that. Like, <laughs> it was kind of interesting. And, and by the way, Bo, um, you know, since we are talking about hipsters tonight, I just want you to uh, observe uh, tonight in honor of our episode. Uh, I'm wearing uh, my V-neck uh, tight shirt. I've got my top knot on. Uh, no socks, skinny jeans, and my uh, cuffs are rolled up on my pants. I'm drinking a craft beer. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm channeling uh, kind of maybe what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, feeling really good? And, and I'm proud of that. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. The pipe yeah. you're rocking is pretty legit. The, 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 I, I've got we'll a Missouri Mearson pipe. Yeah, we'll, we'll I, I do. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's grass-fed and uh, <laughs> low-carbon footprint, uh, which right. is very important. So, All right, so you bring up something that I think is important as we dive into this conversation, which is what does hipster even mean? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have actually tuned into this episode wondering that exact question, if not declaring that exact question in a, <laughs> in a state of frustration. And I'm kind of with them on this. Yeah, you that's know, fair. Hipster has been thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's, you know, when, when you say hipster, it's, it's one of these things we all acknowledge that we don't necessarily know what that means. But at the same time, when you say the word imagery comes to mind, yeah, yeah. you just depicted an image that came to a lot of people's mind, which is essentially John David Cole. Right. <laughs> uh, the question is, what does hipster even mean, man? Yeah. I, I don't know. It is one of those things where when you know a group of guys is sitting in the shop and one individual that's part of our community walks in, uh, you know, there is that, oh, well, the hipster's here kind of thing. But it's still so nebulous, you can't really define it. And so, and you know... It, it, it's in some sense used as a negative connotation, in some sense is used as a positive connotation. But in general, you know, you've got folks that are interested in, you know, it, at least from my observations, um, kind of, um, you know, a, a unique way of life, I'd say, um, and, and and also uh, with kind of nods to the past, um, w- which I think is fascinating. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, emphasis in, you know, culture, and you know, I hate to even say hipster culture. I think it's a modern culture, but maybe, maybe those, maybe those folks that we call hipsters are just a little more into it than others, kind of thing. But you know, they're, they're, it's it's the rebirth of a lot of ways of old. You know, the straight razor shaving and fountain pens and uh, pipe smoking, and you know, just taking up things that. Um, used to require thoughtfulness, you know, that maybe our society's kind of given up on now. So this is interesting because yeah. you, I think in your definition I right there, <laughs> I was about to say, so you, you take on, you're like, yes, I am a hipster and hipster is awesome. This is, this is kind of the John David mindset. I think I'd roll with that. All yeah. right. So this is my mindset on this. I don't, by that definition, I am not a hipster. Now I have been called a hipster because, and I think it, because a lot of what has been, uh, you know, what, what has evolved to become modern culture sure. is kind of synonymous with hipster culture. So yeah. I think, I think you're that, onto something Exactly. There. That's the thing. Like maybe, maybe hipsters are the ones that just personify it the most right, kind of right. thing. So here, but here's you the know. thing, uh, you know, hipster, a lot of times I think of hipster in kind of the same way that you define it. I get defined, I get defined as hipster because I'm not shaven. And I wear this little hat right here. People are looking at it's a cap. Let me explain to you really quick, because this is important. I wear this hat because I fell in love with the movie Newsies when I was in high school, and I could never find a hat big enough to fit my head. (laughs) Now, I'm being dead serious. There are images of me. Don't go look this up. But there are (laughs) images of me on Facebook. It's okay. I'll post them later. With me trying to wear hats similar to this one that are kind of Newsies-style caps. And they sit, like, on top of your head. It's embarrassing. Rather than, like, yeah, actually fitting your head. It's embarrassing, and I'm I'm ashamed of it. I I don't wear hats because my head is so big. Right. Well, I I really don't. See, that's the thing. And so I didn't until I found this hat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Good. It's big enough to fit my head. I don't. (laughs) care how much it is i will buy this hat but the reason i wear this 
is because I don't brush my hair. <laughs> like if you see me out and about and I'm not wearing a hat, then you know that I don't brush my hair. Somebody once accused me of like taking hours to look like I didn't try. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like there are no hours I and I really try. didn't try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's kind of a weird What's thing. What's that rat nest with like, oh, that's Bo York. Right, oh. exactly. This is, this is accurate. Like, look, I'm a dad. I'm, I'm, I've got two companies that I've been bootstrapping. I've got two kids that I've been raising. That's right. And I don't shave and I wear hats to cover the fact that I don't do anything with my hair. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, but by the way, I do still have hair. You do. So, so you do. that's you know, correct. I will say that. that. That is correct. All that to say, <laughs> there are different mindsets that I've found from the feedback that we've gotten about yeah. what hipster means. And I think, I could be wrong here, but I do think that this comes from a bit of a generational understanding of hipster. I agree. And, and the mindset is a lot of people are like, okay, I thought hipster was a thing 10 years ago. And what I would compare this to is, is actually back when we talked about Cosmo Kramer. Right. Cosmo Kramer, the original hipster, if you okay. will. Yeah. Uh, represented the hipster of the day. So typically someone who has an understanding that is a decade plus understanding of what hipster means. It means somebody who's lazy, who's not trying somebody a little bit more that looks like me. Now, right. if you know me, you know, I'm not necessarily a lazy person. By, right. No, not you know. at all. Uh, yeah. But but at the same time, in terms of like <laughs> kept in, in general, kept together. Sure. Yeah. It means slapdash, right? right? Yeah. Slapdash, by the way, hipster term. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so slapdash But what has evolved, in fact, I've actually even made the comment, I think on that episode, that Seinfeld as a whole, as a television series, was kind of almost like hipster versus yuppie or hipsters and yuppies living together. What has come over the last 10 years is what is a hipster and what is a yuppie has kind of merged together. Okay. okay. And that has been kind of what the new quote unquote hipster is. Now the that's new, just my yeah, personal the new, the definition. New yeah. Um, but I mean, there, it is confusing. You know, we got, yeah, this, what are, yeah. What's some of our feedback on this? Cause I know it was really strong. One of the comments that I pulled from Reddit was from uh, choose your own, choose your own adverb. Yep. Uh, on, uh, on uh, Reddit said, uh, it seems to me that people use the term quote unquote hipster to condescending, condescendingly, condescendingly, condescendingly refer to outsiders that have dared to move in on a sacred ground of interest. And I think that's fascinating. What we're talking about today yeah, yeah. in terms of pipes and that. pipe culture, uh, the response in terms of defining hipster is those of us or those of the community that look at a group of people that move in on something that we love. Right. And have kind of a skeptical look towards them. Again, even though John David is a, a self, yes, you know, say it loud, say it proud, I'm a hipster. <laughs> More importantly, we're pipe smokers. And that's the angle through which that we're looking at this conversation. That's sure. a large setup to kind of get into everything. Sure. But I've broken things down and I've kind of gathered these comments in buckets. The first of which is hipsters are great. And hipsters are great. After all, they help out the uh, the overall community of, of pipe culture by actually progressing the pipe to more of the uh, the mainstream culture and That's putting right. it in front of people's faces. That's right. We actually got a, a, uh, a funny uh, uh, feedback on Twitter from Nick Horton, who said, hipsters, funny group, but at least they're bringing back quality craftsmanship, hobbies, things, etc. It's true. It's really true. And, and it goes back to that sense in which, you know, I was kind of talking about and really uh, choose your own adverb, you know, kind of was relating to this as well. It's just people that have gotten hyper, uh, hyper interested in kind of, uh, you know, things that are niche cultures and so or niche, uh, you know, maybe hobbies or activities. And so. Um, you know, and, and, and they're just hyperly focused on that. And so whether it be, you know, coffee or craft beer or pipe smoking or, you know, whatever it might be. And so, you know, wh what that's doing is raising 
the boats for all of us that smoke pipes, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, with the more people in the market uh, that are going to do this for whatever reason it is, man, I don't care. That's more pipe smokers. It's awesome. You know, the, the imagery and the kind of uh, embracing the pipe because of uh, something of a uh, visual communication to those That's around right. you. That's right. It, it ties in. Uh, one of the things that was uh, from Hamhoof79, this is on the Reddit community, said, okay. Okay. we all picked up a pipe because of how it looks and what it says mm. about our personalities. Yeah. Smoking has always been a decision about aesthetic and the image we portray to others. No one needs to smoke. Every time we get dressed, have our hair cut, or even choose our lunch, we are making a con- conscious or unconscious statement to the world. Just let people get on with it. It's all fun. Man, what what a self-aware statement. I mean, you know, right? th- this person is saying like, okay, you know, by not just picking up a pipe, but anything, you're making a, you know, kind of a judgment statement about your own self, right? And so, you know, you, you are allowing folks to see kind of who you're defining yourself as. And for me, that's, you know, very clearly a pipe smoker, a, a proud pipe smoker that's that's all out. Uh, now, we also got some more feedback as well. Do you yeah, want to, take you like to read that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this comes from uh, Fletch. Where does this come from, Bo? Is this on... Uh, no, I think this was actually an email. Is this an email? Okay, an email from Fletch. Uh, he says, as an older guy, I'm thankful that there has been a resurgence of pipe smoking in the younger crowd. In my geographical area, I haven't categorized it so much as a hipster thing as much as a culture of younger guys who appreciate down-to-earth quality in their habits and hobbies. Is exactly what I was talking about. They care about dressing well, shaving well, and smelling good. Um, they tend to gravitate towards the handmade and appreciate rugged woodwork and leatherwork. They enjoy and differentiate single-barrel bourbons and whiskeys and appreciate regional craft beers and smoked meat. These are good guys who look forward to marriage and fatherhood and spiritually pursue the gospel and good theology with a passion. That's interesting. So as one of the older guys, I appreciate the mixture of all these things. It's a, it's a way better than the alternative option of overage teenagers who focus on living at home, playing video games, and staying single. Uh, could this email have been filled with more stereotypes <laughs> and overgeneralizations? <laughs> all my best, Fletch. Uh, man, that's great. And, and I think, you know, like we talked about, kind of that... Uh, a hypersensitivity, you, you nailed it, to, uh, you know, things that are handmade, handcrafted, that are unique, that have a story. I, I think, you know, we, we've talked about this before, I, you know, people think I just sound like I'm on repeat, but, you know, that sense in which uh, folks are looking, for, they're yearning for something that, that brings them back to a former time, or, or, or not even that necessarily, something that's more stable. You know, our world is changing so fast right now, and so... With a pipe, like, you've got a sense of timelessness and uh, of care and of lasting that, that, just, that, 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 just, that just carries on. And even when you're done with your pipe, you still have your pipe, you know? It, it's something that becomes a part of your, your rhythm and your ritual and your liturgy. You know, if I could even draw from a previous pipe culture episode where we, we talked about origin stories and, yeah. and talked about people who picked up the pipe almost as a, uh, in honor of or as a, as a kind of way to think on or respect or, or just show show some kind of love to their grandfather yeah, or, or somebody yeah. of that nature, you know, an understanding, you know, legacy is an interesting thing, right? We, we live in an era legacy. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, we, we are constantly pushing towards the next thing and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, as, as someone who's, who's big in kind of to technology and, and 
progressing things in terms of like media and and yeah you're uh, you're in the midst i mean you're you're right up in the middle of that. well and this this is where i feel like the the yuppie hipster is kind of blended together because on the one hand you have kind of this this desire to make an impact on the world to change the world quote unquote you know to to do something that makes a difference or, or moves the needle forward right but at the same time you do want to call back to un, uh, you know people that you love and respect you know like i i think of you know, if, if, if you think of your grandfather and whoever your grandfather right, is, right. you may love and respect them. And you may also recognize that you don't necessarily agree with everything that they were all about. Sure. So the pipe, in some instances, is a nice way to kind of call back to a time that you might not agree with everything that kind of existed around that time, but you respect certain aesthetics about that time. You respect yeah. kind of a... Uh, uh, you know, a, a desire to have more tangible things around you, some sort of, yeah. um, you know, an era where goods were goods and not ones and zeros. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I think that's fair, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do think that's fair. And, and I, I think a lot of this comes up, too, because, you know, folks have just realized that pipe smokers are starting to look different, right? Mm, that mm, That's mm. what kind of has brought this to the forefront. Like, people, you know, come in our shop and, um, you know, sometimes occasionally if they're not used to, I, we we're around pipe smokers all the time because we are pipe smokers. We're in the midst of the, uh, pipe community. We love it. It's, you know, part of our, our passion and fun, but a lot of, po- a lot of folks that aren't, you know, they, they see pipe smokers only associated with these kind of newer, uh, looking people that they, they, they assume a pipe smoker is an old granddad that maybe, you know, has his pants pulled up to his, you know, chest and is wearing suspenders. <laughs> and, and we love those guys, by and, the way. And we love those guys. Yeah. And, they, and they, we wouldn't be, there would be no pipe smokers without them. But, you know, today the pipe smoker is looking different. It's looking more like you and me, Bo. And I think it's kind of a reactionary thing to that. So that, that's where a lot of this conversation stems from. All right. But see, you know, it's not all, all positive. I, I will say, actually, maybe even surprisingly, a lot of the feedback that yeah. we gathered was... Yeah majority positive now that yeah. being said we also got a lot of feedback <laughs> we got a lot of feedback and so you know that it wasn't all positive in fact there are some <laughs> negative takes on on just kind of the idea of hipster in general just in general as a concept yeah yeah uh you want to read that uh, that first one we got yeah we'll see this is uh this comes from the the reddit community this is from uh Irk pickle on reddit <laughs> Hold on, let me make sure I'm getting the right one. All right, uh, off of uh, off our friends at Reddit, uh, Irk Pickle says, uh, my only experience with hipsters and pipe smoking is that they probably do it for the, oh, look at me doing something old-fashioned for the sake of irony uh, kind of thing. He says, uh, in my or she says, in my opinion, they do hurt the community, but not in a wringing their hands menacingly way. Mm. If anything, we as a community should reach out to these hipsters and mm. show them what good pipes and great tobacco is. Uh, believe me, if they were shown the true path uh, to pipe tobacco, they would eventually latch onto it uh, the way they have with artisan foods and craft beers. And, I, you know, I think there's something true yeah. to that. I, yeah. I think, you know, as long as, regardless of who it is, if they're introduced to quality stuff, they want more quality stuff, right? I mean, and, and, you know, regardless of who comes up to this tobacco counter right here, uh, you know, at any given day, wh- whatever they look like, whatever, you know, race, creed, or whatever, you know, dress style they look like, you know, th- as long as they enjoy the, you know, the the mechanics and the, you know, the, the you know, experience of pipe smoking, they're, they're going to be part of it regardless. And see, that's the thing. I think, I think a lot of the negativity and what he's kind of harping in on here or she is the, the iconography of the imagery that we kind of associate with the quote unquote hipster pipe smoker. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was great right before we went live. I kind of, 
uh, posted out an image on Facebook of a uh, hipster smoking a pipe or, or, you know, you do a Google search and hipster smoking a pipe and this is what pops up, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's a dude, he's wearing his tweed jacket and a uh, younger guy, but he's rocking a, a respectable, be- respectable uh, beard and everything. And uh, one of the feedback we got from that image is uh, G- GACB mentions, I hate that many use it as a prop uh, to the trend. I love that it helps elevate the profile of pipe, sm- pipe smokers. So it's kind of this, yeah. you know, it's one of these things where you see images. In fact, if, if you just kind of do a Google search for hipster, you're going to see folks holding a pipe. You know, you, you even think about if you look around the web, a lot of times the pipe is kind of used as a prop. Mm-hmm. Um, be it that some some celebrity is wanting to be funny or, or you know, somebody's trying to advertise uh, whatever it is they're trying to advertise. And it'll be this, you know, either... Uh, Almost like a gag or like a just a... a- a thing that draws attention to you so that you've, you're locked into whatever message they have. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and it's part of it is the imagery mindset in terms of when you consume things online, right? You, you kind of get these quick images up and you see somebody holding a pipe. You'll notice it's not lit, it's not packed, they're clearly not smoking it, it is quite literally a pipe. Now, well, that being said, I don't know that just because that's the image that's up front, it's ne- necessarily representative of the community as a whole, but it is a fair assessment. There are a lot of people that look at pipes and want to get a pipe for the for the for the uh, prop value more than actually anything else. Well, and I and think that's a fair negative, uh, you know, it, uh, feedback. Or, it is. Or it is. And, and, and both think about it, the parallels here with the Tolkien stuff. OK. OK. We all talk right. about this Go all there. the time. We are people that, you know, obviously we're we're nerds about, you know, we, we love uh, fantasy and literature and all these things. And so. Don't say that small George Lucas film because I'm trying to get away with a bet here. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. That that one... Um, that one space film. Indiana Jones, but not... Not, right. not that one. Yeah. You know, has the pipe community benefited from the work of Peter Jackson and the, you know, ubiquitous church warden pipes everywhere? Like, of course it has. Like Every you know, pipe shop in America should probably have, like, a shrine to Peter Jackson. I mean, like, if I mean, we're you, being honest... You think about, like, how many church warden pipes has the country squire sold and any other tobacconist? Like, you know, you've got... I mean, you, you go to the line, you know, for people waiting to go see the hobbit and you know they've never smoked a cigarette or anything in their entire life but they've got the pipe because it creates the look right and so is that bad for the for the smoking community no man bring it on like people are like you know that pipe's actually functional like i i actually might could put something in that pipe that's legal and (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and, and and enjoy it like man that that's the more the better i think it's great now, we got one comment in that we both just absolutely loved. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, this comes from Mugwump867 on Reddit, and uh, this is fantastic. He says, uh, like most longstanding items or hobbies co-opted by pop- popular culture or sub- some subset therein, pipe smoking was doing just fine 100, and- 100 years ago and will be-, be doing just fine 100 years hence when the last hipster is dead and buried in the last open spot in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, alongside his beloved tin of artisan artisanal mustache wax we just need to convince them that mixture 79 is the epitome of epitome of pipe smoking coolness a la paps blue ribbon so they leave all the good stuff alone (laughs) this is fantastic you know i mean like there might be a little bitterness there i mean there's clearly bitterness there but it's so well stated well done i mean just well done that's that's yeah it's good i mean i you know if if yeah, I, my friend Rocky, he collects pomades. Okay, uh, like, I like didn't this, hear no bell. This is a thing. Like, hey, well Not done, Rocky. Yeah, but <laughs> it, and I mean, it, this is a guy that collects pomades. Like he, you know, it's he, he wants pomade. So mm, you yeah, know, sure. Like, some some of our listeners now are about to Google pomade because that like Dapper Dan. Is. Yeah, it's that stuff you goop you put in your it's hair. It's like a hair thing. It, yeah, I'm a Dapper yeah. Dan man. I don't. 
That's from uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. That's the only reason. In fact, they mentioned pomade. That's the only reason I know it. Okay. Okay. Because I do not hair. I don't. <laughs> you see this? This is what happens, man. Yeah, that's filthy. Put your that's hat back happens. on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, these are people that, you know, are into their stuff. And so, you know, he he's like, well, they can have that. Let's let them, you know, smoke all the, uh, what does he say? The uh, mixture 79, the epitome of uh, pipe smoking coolness, um, you know, so they can leave all the good stuff to us. <laughs> mixture 79 <laughs> taking a uh, taking a beating Taking tonight. a beating from uh, <laughs> Mugwump867. That's right. <laughs> Man, look, this is something I thought was really interesting. This was a comment on Twitter. That we got from at J Coop seven or J Coop twelve, who said uh, he said as long as they're tolerant of the non hipsters, and I thought this was interesting because I think this speaks to this this idea of almost like a line in the sand type drawn between hipster non hipster, um, you know, long time older generation, newer yeah. up and coming modern generation. Yeah, uh, you know, I think there is some concern of animosity or maybe even presumed animosity on either side. Yes, I am a modern mm, yeah. hipster. Uh, how will the older generation perceive right. me? Will they write me off as kind of this, I'm holding <laughs> this pipe as a, uh, you know, as this thing in my hand or as, you know, this idea of what a hipster is before they get to know me? And kind of the older generation, the young bucks coming in, acting like they know every single angle, every single aspect, every single pipe carver out there and the techniques, <laughs> the different polish through which they polish their pipe. And I've been sitting here smoking a pipe for the last 30 plus years and you're going to come in here and tell me how I'm supposed to smoke my pipe. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I think there is What this... do you mean you're only supposed to use one kind of match? Right. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> my Bic lighter has been doing fine. There is this understand, this concern, and I think it's a fair one. That there is that line in the sand mentality. And I think it's important for us as pipe smokers, no matter where we fall on that line, to just rub it on out and make sure that there is no line in the sand. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And, and you know, I see it as a tobacconist in this, this very shop all the time. We've got 19-year-old kids that come in here and hang out with 75-year-old men. That's right. Okay? Like, and, and, and both love <laughs> and appreciate the, the promised land. I, I know, right? I know. It's like there's milk right. and honey just everywhere. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, you think about, like, uh, you know, you've got, you know, people that have been doing this longer than the other person has been born, maybe since before their parents were born. And, and you know, they are, they are finding this common connection with, uh, you know, people that, you know, could be their, their grandchildren or great-grandchildren. And, uh, you know, and, and it's this it's this... Uh, um, great equalizer kind of thing, you know? If the conversation ever lulls between a 75-year-old man and a 24-year-old, you know, you know, young man, like, th there's always a common thread to go back to. Man, what you smoking? Like, how are you enjoying that? Oh, I haven't heard of that. Let's talk about that. Like, you know, uh, what what kind of pipe do you have? Have you tried this kind of pipe? And, oh, well, you know, I've done this for years. Let me show you a little trick I learned along the way. Or, you know, th th there's... There's so much, you know, wealth of, to be to be had there, and um, I think it's beautiful. Well, and there's not necessarily even a wrong. Uh, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing if someone comes in and they know more about something than you do. You know what I mean? Like we all bring in certain aspects that were of, of life that we're, we're quote unquote specialists in, or at least have interest in. Right? It's interesting. Yeah. I, I think about you know I, I mentioned this last week, but when I was here up at the shop on on you know International Pipe Smoking Day, yeah, and a dude walks in, this guy, you know. 
uh, in case he's listening, I don't want to try to guess his age, but suffice to say, yeah. he was he was an older gentleman. Yeah, sure. Uh, compared to, to me. And he was asking me about what I smoke. And so I then went into kind of a spiel of this is what I smoke in this situation. This is what I smoke on this situation. And one of the reasons I don't necessarily think it is because of this. And basically regurgitate all of the knowledge, some of the knowledge that I've been able to glean from <laughs> you. And he kind of looked at me and Tim actually, you know, Tim jumped in and we were both talking about some different uh, yeah. casings and kind of the ben- benefits of the smoke, but also, you know, what you have to be mindful of in terms of what you're doing while you're smoking and he's like man why why do you know all this stuff like that was that was kind of his mindset and i was like well i'm a unique case in all fairness but at the same time timothy is you know he works at at a tobacconist you know so i mean like we're we're probably of the two people in terms of representing kind of the younger generation that knows a lot we're probably a rare case but at the same time you may find younger folks coming in to the hobby with kind of a wealth of knowledge because they've been trained to Google search since the day they were like, you know, five. That's exactly (laughs) right. And, and it, and it goes also, I I think the chord you struck there goes to a a deeper chord within the pipe smoking realm Mm -hmm. and and community. Pipe smokers look different from a behavioral standpoint Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. than they did 40 years ago. Okay. The country squire was founded in 1970. This year we'll, we'll, uh, you know, celebrate our 46th birthday. When this, you know, the first 15 years of this shop's existence, you know, it was, it, we paid the bills by selling a, one customer a pound of the same tobacco at a time. You know, this is a person that, you know, they weren't coming in and buying six or seven blends. Like, they had their blend, they smoked their pipe, like that's what they did. So they're going to come in and buy, you know, a certain type of Cavendish or, you know, for us it was uh, Cherokee, which is our uh, Virginia Cavendish mixture that, that sells so well and um, meant to this day there's just those people that they're going to come in and, oh, it's that time, I'm almost out of Cherokee, I'm going to go do my grocery shopping, then I'm going to go get mm-hmm. my tobacco. Mm-hmm. You know, the the pipe smoker now looks different. It just does. You, you know, you, you've got... The, the more, I mean, when you say the pipe smoker now... The, that you know, modern people that are getting into pipe smoking now, people people that are getting into pipe smoking in the last you know let's say ten ten years, are, are you know they're getting into it from an art form standpoint. You know, it's a relaxing thing for them, but they don't want to smoke the same tobacco all the time. They want to try the new thing that's always coming out, or you know, oh you know I. I've really honed in that I like this type of Virginia tobacco as opposed to this one. And, oh, well, Burleys make me kind of sensitive, so I kind of focus on, uh, you know, these other leaves. And, you know, I, I like I like casing, but only these certain types of casing. Right. Like, it's a, I, you know, I, I occasionally we use the term snob, and in some sense that that's kind of a judgmental word. But, you know, it, it's also a, an expert kind of thing. You know, I mean, you, you want someone, you know, if you go buy wine, you want the guy behind the counter to be, uh, well-versed in the intricacies of, you know, different types of wine. And I, I think a lot of folks that are getting into pipe smoking nowadays, you know, are just have that attitude towards it. It's the connoisseur. It's yeah. the connoisseur. Well, you know, Aziz Ansari is a stand-up comedian. You may know him yeah, best as funny, uh, the man. character of Tom Haberford from uh, from from uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Recreation. Right. Um, but he does, in, in one of his stand-up bits, he, do- he talks about how he he did a... He spent 30 minutes of his life researching the best toothpaste out there before he would buy <laughs> toothpaste and just how ridiculous that is. But it's just like, well, I've got the option. Like, you know, when, when you have the information at your fingertips, 
like you, you've got all these Yelp reviews and you've got all these Amazon reviews. And you've got all of this different stuff. Well, do I go with the Colgate or it's the like, you know, or I don't know. I mean, which I have one's the, more energy efficient? Though? Right. It's not, it's not just a matter of I can just go and pick up whatever to grab it. You know, we've got, you know, 30 gazillion brands right in front of you. Yeah. Where do you yeah. even start? Well, you do a Google search real quick and you can kind of research it from every single angle within the, you know, within a, a short amount of time. Yeah. And so that it is, you know, there is a mindset of kind of the, the younger generation coming in. That being said, and I think what is very clear and needs to be stated and, and hallelujah to some extent is that <laughs> that younger generation, just because you've been taught how to Google search doesn't mean you should act like you are Google. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, there is a mindset and this is what the, I think the concern that the, uh, the commenter was getting at is that just because you've spent this time researching and everything, don't come in with some sort of pretentious attitude to somebody who's been smoking a pipe yeah. for, like before you were even born. Yeah. And so, you know, again, I think that goes to kind of removing the line that, 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 you know, some people draw there. Sanding it down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, just, just being mindful. And then finally, uh, in terms of just general overall feedback, I think the <laughs> biggest thing, uh, the, the, the majority of the feedback kind of comes in and is culminated into a comment and really more of like an essay that was written on Reddit. And it's the, it was the first comment that we got. I'm so appreciative for it because it set the tone, I think, for the entire discussion. It was I, awesome. I yeah. believe is still ongoing on the... It, uh, it, it is. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And this is great. This, this comes from Hedonaut, and this is just a clip of what he said, and I would encourage you, we'll probably actually in- include a link specifically to this, uh, to the ongoing conversation on the Reddit community. But John David, would you read the, read what he said? This uh, clip specifically from uh, he'd not. Yeah, he'd not on Reddit says, uh, "I don't mean to sound crass, but who cares if a guy is passionate about pipes and happens to be rocking a curly mustache, a septum, and a septum ring? What's a septum ring? Who, who, who cares if a guy is covered in tattoos and rocks a huge beard? Who cares?" Let me be really, really blunt so everyone knows exactly where I stand. Who the heck really cares? Now, we may, did we edit language? Well, we that? had to edit language. Okay. <laughs> we, we are a work-safe podcast. We, we, are, we are a work-safe podcast. But, I mean, it, it, this is great, you know? Like, and, and it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. Like, man, if hipsters are coming in and buying pipes and tobacco, like, man, that means your local B&M or, you know, the, whatever retailer you go to, like, they you know, they're going to have more to more to sell you now because there's more folks in the market. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fantastic. I think it's great. And you know what? The ones that aren't just doing it for show but are doing it because, you know, wow, they, you know, I tried this pipe for this reason, but, man, I'm really enjoying it. Like, they're going to stick with it. You know, it's interesting. Whenever we have the conversation on pipe culture in general, yeah, uh, there's always a little bit of a, a perceived Maybe a perceived negativity, if not a, a general pushback it's on, all, yeah. Why, why, what, what are you guys doing? You know, like, why, like, why, why are you walking into the bar and tipping over the table? You know I, what I mean? I do love it. Every time we bring up the pipe culture kind of series, we right. do have that. You know, people love it. It's engaging, but then you've got this kind of hesitancy. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Like, well, I have opinions, but <laughs> but why do you want to know them? Like, it's it is interesting. And, and it's great. One of the it's one of the reasons why um, I, I really love this series, and, and you know we've. We've only done it, gosh, this is probably like our sixth episode and again, almost three years of podcasting yeah. that we've done it. And yeah. I love opening up this door because it's not, you know, obviously tonight you've heard a lot of our thoughts, our theories, our philosophy on the subject matter, but you know, it really is about you guys. You know, one of the reasons why we have these conversations is to have these conversations. You know, the, the great thing about Country Squire Radio and, and one of the feedback that we've gotten from you guys is that this kind of is your pipe club for some of you. Now, a lot of you have your local pipe clubs and that's huge and that's great. But a lot of you who maybe not don't have that 
look for Country Squire Radio to kind of be a place for discussion. Yeah. And in everything that we've talked about, when everything that we've talked about over the, the history of this podcast, you know, in terms of different tobaccos and pairings and different pipe smokers, all of this great stuff that we can all come to appreciate, this is a discussion-based podcast. And we hope the discussion continues to go on, not just about hipsters, mind you, but just pipe culture in general. So that being said, we'll from time to time continue to do this, open up the door on various subject matters. <laughs> Love to hear your continued thoughts both on this and what you'd like to hear us talk about in terms of pipe culture. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of these are, you know, there are observations, right? Uh, there extremely are observations. There are observations and, and your observations as well, as we like to pepper throughout the podcast. And, you know, and, and, and we want, you know, it to be that, you know, just, you know, we're just kind of taking a look at obvious threads that are running through uh, through the culture. I love it. You know, you mentioned, of course, the uh, the Tolkien, uh, uh, you know, the, the Tolkien books and films and what, what an impact they've had on pipe culture. And man, you're not lying. And one of the great things about our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum is that they are all about promoting that connectivity right there. Absolutely. Right? They've got this Cobbit series of pipes. Now, do you, I, I probably shouldn't ask you this. I always hate asking you questions on the show that yeah. I, I don't know if you know the answer to or not, but here we go. Do you know how long they've had the Cobbit series available? Oh, it's a newer thing. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. No, it, it's a newer thing. They, they have done a lot where uh, the folks at Missouri Meerschaum is this brand has been, you know, really energized of, of the, over the past few years. They've gone back and resurrected some of the older lines that they've had, but the Cobbit series is a new series. Well, it's it's a great series of pipes. You know, we've talked about things. We've talked about the wizard before. We've talked yeah. about uh, the the elf before. Uh, tonight, we're drawing focus on two particular pipes from the Cobbit series, and that is the dwarf and the Cobbit itself. Yeah. Now, you actually, right now, as you've been uh, smoking during this podcast, you are actually smoking your Cobbit pipe. Yeah, this is a Cobbit pipe, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Bo, this is the Shire Cobbit pipe. Okay, that's right. That's I, absolutely I, I right. think this is the Shire. Yeah. But, um, man, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful acorn-shaped bowl. And uh, the stem is um, maybe, it's not quite a church warden stem. It's maybe a little longer than a Bing's favorite, uh, which everyone knows is my favorite pipe. Um, but, you know, not quite a full-length church warden. So, you know, you probably got seven inches on it or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, man, medium to full-size bowl. Uh, just smokes as cool as can be. The extra length just really gives it a nice... Um, you know, a, a nice draw. And, um, and man, it just, uh, you know, feels right in your hand with that nice acorn shape. I love it. You know, it's a beautiful pipe. My favorite out of the series is the dwarf pipe. Yeah. Uh, for one, for some wonder st- why. Yeah, well, you know, I, <laughs> I've always really loved kind of the dwarven culture, just kind of in, in terms of uh, lore, you know, and, and even like look, dating back to, to Viking culture and, and where the inspiration for dwarves even come from is yeah. really kind of Viking mythology and, and Norse mythology, that sort of thing. But, you know, the, this idea of kind of these uh, these shorter guys that are kind of also kind of husky. So I can re- I can relate. I, yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying this. This sounds very familiar. Right, to right. You. I think that's why you like it. So and, uh, and then also, you know, just kind of getting into these like crafted, finely crafted things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of what the dwarves are all about. You know, I, I play a dwarf on World of Warcraft. That's my main character is a dwarf paladin, a holy warrior who is a dwarf. <laughs> Love it. Look me up, Jorvik on the. Uh, I forget. I forget what realm, quote unquote, I play on, but uh, there's a pitch for that. Anyway, all that to be said. Any any time that there's kind of a dive into dwarven culture or dwarven mythology, you I'm, eat it up. I'm all about. Yeah. And the bowl shape in particular, it's not just because I'm big on dwarves, but also because I really just love this pipe. It's a beautiful, beautiful pipe. As are all of these in the Cobbit series. Yeah. In fact, what we want to encourage you to do, if you've got a dwarf, if you've got a shire, whichever pipe from the Cobbit series mm-hmm. you are actually rocking this week, take a picture of yourself smoking that pipe. If you pick one up try to pick it up like while you're listening to this right now so that you can get it in smoke that pipe and uh and, and check it out of course you got some uh some missouri meerschaum pipes here in the country squire that's right and uh, we really appreciate you guys for helping support missouri meerschaum and we thank them 
for supporting the show. Absolutely. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week. This week is brought to us by Orlick Dark Strong Kentucky. Man, that stuff is fine. Have you had it before, Bo? You're supposed to get me some, man. Yeah, I am supposed to get you some. Yeah, we're, we've actually got it back ordered right now. But the Orlick Darkstrom Kentucky is a delicious uh, blend that's you know got Virginia, some burley, and uh, you know, and you open the you open the can and it looks like a little strip of bacon. And man, mm. that that robust uh, dark fired leaf, that dark fire cured burley that they put in there, um, man, just gives it a smoky richness that is uh, this is really attractive. It's a delicious smoke. Man, they define it as kind of almost like a sweet and spicy type thing going on. The bright yeah. Virginias in the blend add the right amount of sweetness to counterbalance the quote-unquote spiciness of the DSK. And I got to tell you, I've been uh, really all about the, the DSK because anytime I get to say, Kentucky, <laughs> in my radio sounding voice, it just makes me happy. I, our, our listeners from Kentucky are reveling right now because of Oh, them. man. Look, we love the folks from Kentucky. And That's we right. encourage you to check out Orlick Dark Strong Kentucky today. All right, man. Pipe question. It comes in from New York. In fact, Sean from New York writes in saying, thanks for a great show. I enjoy the occasional or more accurately the rare bowl of TK6. It's good tobacco. When I do, it always leaves me wondering why there is no power, no punch. Thinking about it, I don't know as if I've ever smoked an aromatic that has any sort of strength in its nicotine department. Why is this? Burley certainly can be strong, as well as Perique, which I imagine would pair well with its sometimes fruit profile. I know there are some out there with a kick that are cased or topped, but I'd love a TK6 that would sit me down if you know what I mean. Keep it up. And again, that's Sean from New York. Yeah, no, TK6 is a great tobacco. This, of course, is from our friends at, at Lane. And it's one of those that, um, you know, has a has a nice, a real nice cherry to it. It's kind of a complex blend. But um, but but you're right. It doesn't have particularly a lot of strength to it, and so um, you know if you wanted to smoke something like TK6 and have the cherry, but then also you know add add the strength to it, you'd probably have to add another leaf to it. I, I would suggest maybe some uh, unflavored burley or 
uh, or even a sweetened burley, like maybe burley light without a bite, something like that. But um, something that is going to give you more um, more of the nicotine level. Uh, you know, thinking about these aromatic tobaccos, you've got a lot of Cavendish in these blends, right, mm-hmm. that have been mm-hmm. uh, cased with different things. And so Cavendish, you know, you're thinking about the, the, the science of it. It's a fermented tobacco. And so, you know, typically... Um, you know, when they cook this stuff, I mean, it, it's it's just going to have, by nature of it, less nicotine in it. It's really smooth, um, and, and it's just really mild and easy on your system. And so, um, you know, by most, you know, nature of aromatic blends, if they're heavy in that, they're just going to have less less nicotine and therefore less punch. So, um, you know, Burley, uh, we talk about Burley. Of course, a lot of folks out there are like, oh, Burley, I don't smoke Burleys, you know. But, man, it's the tobacconist's best friend. You know, you um, constantly can turn to it for... Uh, anywhere from things like body or strength that takes on flavor really well. It marries well with, uh, you know, wetter, wetter tobaccos, maybe like a Perique or something. And so Burley is great. And, you know, I, I think, you know, if you took some unflavored Burley, maybe uh, something from like our, fr- our friends at McClelland have some ex- excellent Burleys. We use a few of those in our house blends here at the Squire. Um, you know, take some something like that, um, you know, whether it's uh, maybe a sweetened a little bit or unsweetened. Um, you know, I, I think that could add the strength maybe you're looking for there uh, to the to the TK6 to kind of help it out a little bit. So um, just shameless plug, you might try our Parsons blend at the Country mm-hmm. Squire. Um, it, it's kind of got that sense of, you know, the fruit mixture um, that might remind you of the TK6 a little bit, but then with the addition of some burley. So, um, you know, I, I anyway, check, check, check something like that out. And, uh, man, go to tinkering all yourself. I mean, I think that's the fun of pipe smoking is that, you know, you can literally make your own blend with each and every bowl. I just love that, like, Parsons blend is like, of course it's going to, like, have a little sneak attack, right? Yeah, because it's the Parson. Right. And Look, he's like, eh, you know. Nobody needs a drink more than the Parson. <laughs> that's right. But he's got to sneak it in. That's, that's how it goes down, right? That's good. That's good. Well, great question, yeah, Sean. Yeah, really from New good York. question. Hey, by the way, if uh, if you're a member, if, if you're not a member, you should join the uh, New York Pipe Club. They've got a great pipe community out in New York. Let them know that uh, you heard about us on Country Square Radio. And if you're already a member of the New York Pipe Club, let them know we said, hey, we love those guys. Absolutely. Out there. Quick, Quick fire with, with the Squire. squire. All right, quick fire question. Man, all right, so Steve, uh, Steve, you know, we, we mentioned him last week. He's been sending in uh, a couple of different series, all with kind of a theme. This week's theme yeah. of quick fire questions, vacation destinations. Oh, man, that's good. You ready for this? Uh, yeah, okay, bring it. Caribbean beach or mountain cabin? Uh, I used to be a mountain person, but now I'm a beach person. And I think that's because yeah. I used to be... Uh, craving more activity but now i just kind of want to lay there <laughs> right now i just kind of want to lay there and, and maybe drink something yeah <laughs> and smoke my pipe i feel exactly the same way i mean i still yeah. like mentally like the idea of like going backpacking through the mountains yeah but my quote unquote free time right is so spare sedentary man Right. This is the way that my wife and I have done it. We've, we've decided that every single year, God willing, we'll have the op- opportunity to, you know, either you know, one year we'll go to the beach and just do nothing. And the next year we'll yeah. be an adventure and we'll go do something and like yeah. a bike, backpack and drive thing. I got to tell you, for me, I'd be happy going to the beach every single year. Right now, a big old margarita <laughs> and like sand and Man. the sounds of waves. Like, yeah, bring on the beach. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Next one. Two weeks in Europe or two weeks in New Zealand? Uh, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I. At this point in life, I think I would go with. Uh, I think I'd go with two weeks in Europe because I could see 
a broader variety of cultures, maybe. Mm. And, and and maybe if we have listeners from New Zealand, they could you know argue that because there might be indigenous cultures there I'm not aware of. But you know, I'm thinking, okay, I go to Europe, I can bounce around from. Uh, you know, area to area that's got languages and histories that are all their own, different religions, different, uh, you know, people, you know, look differently and all this kind of stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd probably go with Europe. You know, I've never been to the motherland and I've, I want to go. You never have. No. Have yeah. And so the thing is, like, as much as New Zealand is beautiful, it's yeah. kind of the same mindset of like the backpacking trip. You know, I want to go yeah. for all the amazing things that you could see. But but for me, I've, I've only ever been to Europe once. And yeah. it was to Italy, which was wonderful. And I had a great time. But uh, the first chance that I get to go overseas, I'm going back to Europe, specifically to England, to Great Britain. Yeah. Uh, hopefully to the city of York. Um, you know. That would be that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, even York University, I'd like to visit York University <laughs> and just be like, give me a diploma. I, right. I deserve a doctorate. I, I deserve something. Do at you least... know what my family gave up to make sure that this place exists? <laughs> <laughs> the people, our listeners from York right now are just turning over. Nah, yeah. I would look if you're a listener from York. Let me know. I would love that. Did I ever tell you about going to Scotland, Bo? Just as a quick no. aside, like uh, I went to Scotland. You just um, wanted to wear a skirt. Yeah, I, I look. It's not a skirt if you wear it properly. That's all I'm going to say. I, I'm sure you wear it very properly. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a friend that uh, was in grad school over there for a couple of years, and so I went to visit uh, his, his, him, and his wife, and. Um, was there for 10 days. And, you know, the beauty of Scotland is that uh, being from the south in America, Scotland is to England kind of as the south is to the north in America. Like we're kind of like, the mm-hmm. yep. you know, the the ones that, you know, in the in our in the back of our minds, like kind of feel like we've been put down a little bit and all this kind of stuff. And the and, response is like, yeah, 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 they'll catch up. It, exactly. Right. But to be fair, we need to catch up. Wait, right, yeah, right, no. right, exactly, right. <laughs> but but in Scotland, I kind of have felt that same. There's so much tied to the history and the sure. you know lineage and you know the uh, you know your family name means something and all this kind of thing. And you know your uh, people. You know, but it, it was funny when I go to when I went to England before. Folks actually, you know, we're we're from the deep south, Mississippi, and um, you know, there's so much Scots Irish heritage here. Uh, when I went to England, I I felt like people looked a little different. And when I went to Scotland, like, I felt like I was walking into, like, the Piggly Wiggly. Like, like, like they're just our people, you know? Like, it's just, right. our, it's just our people. It's our people. Yeah. This is where we come from. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just made, it just felt like home, you know? It's kind of interesting. It was interesting. If, if you, if any other listeners have been to Scotland before and have. Or live in Scotland. And are from the south uh, in America. And, oh, okay. and and have experienced that. I'd, I'd like to I'd like to get your uh, in your take on that. That was something that really struck out stuck out to me. So Europe, Europe, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, African safari or Amazon jungle? African safari, man. Absolutely. Yeah. All totally. Yeah. I, I just I don't want mosquitoes or. Pythons Ooh. or piranhas. Yeah, it's just there's it, leave all that down there. You you feel like you'd be able to survive the safari more than you would the uh, yeah. Amazon jungle. I'd love to go to South America. Um, you know, one, one of the awesome things my grandfather did uh, when he was in his 80s actually was he just decided, you know what, I'm going to go to South America, and he just went down there and rented a car and like drove through Argentina and Chile. Like, I, I'd love to go see some of that stuff like he did, but um, yeah, the jungle you can you can keep that. Like, I want to see the wildebeest and the elephants and the lions and all that stuff. Two-week road trip across the U.S. or fly somewhere for a long weekend? Uh, fly somewhere for a long weekend. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it, at a certain stage in my life, the road trip, I think, would have been more yeah. uh, more attractive. College. But, but now, yeah. Yeah. Just get me somewhere for a weekend and let me uh, get, get me to that beach for the weekend and let me lay there and drink beer. Book the tours <laughs> or explore on your own? 
I would probably book the tour. Right. Man, I know. Does that make me a bad person? We're just getting old, man. Yeah, dude. Like, I let someone else do all that work. Exactly. I, you know, <laughs> I've got the benefit of uh, my wife, you know, she, one of her hobbies is looking into trips and, and trying to kind of piece things together. Uh, but but even lately, like, you know, she just hasn't had the time for that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah we hired a travel agent for our next big trip. As long as the local pipe shop is involved, like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> you know, someone take me there. All right. So we successfully agreed on every single topic. Does that ever happen? Yeah, yeah surely that's happened. Before. Rarely, rarely yeah. enough so that we said we've said before that we should give some prize away, but we never have. And we will continue not to. Who's going to get a prize? Great quick fire <laughs> question, Steve. We really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, man, we agreed on everything. I don't know what to say about that other than, um, yep, we're getting old. Mazel tov. <laughs> your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. This week we got some great listener feedback. Yeah. Uh, we actually have some great listener feedback even coming in on Twitter that I'll gather while we're reading these. But uh, on the YouTube channel, we got one in from Grant Griddle. Great name, by the way. I love spending my Saturdays or Sunday mornings with you guys. I sit back and enjoy my pipe and coffee while enjoying the entertainment. Keep it up, guys. Man, well, hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee in your pipe right now. And uh, and it's a beautiful either Saturday or Sunday for you. We really appreciate that feedback. Absolutely, Grant's actually a, a active member of our Magnolia Pipe Club. Oh, is he? And really? He's from the Midwest, so it's kind of kind of uh, cool. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's right, right on. Um, pretty great. Um, we've got another one from iTunes from MGV Squared, and he says uh, an absolute essential for a pipe smoker. I'm new to the podcast and to pipe smoking in general, but I've learned so much from these guys in a short tenure. Uh, John, David, and Bo are bursting with great knowledge on all things, but especially pipes and tobaccos. So if that's your hobby of choice, do yourself a favor. Listen to Country Squire Radio. Um, man, thank you so much, MGV Squared. We uh, we appreciate it. High Absolutely. praise. Absolutely. Yep. You know, on Twitter, we've got some uh, great feedback throughout this episode. Uh, Varge, <laughs> Boy, have we. <laughs> Varge on Twitter said, Proud member of the At Squire Radio Pipe Club. I look forward to a live whiskey pairing in Chicago. Yes, sir. That sounds awesome. Man, should, that's fantastic. It's a great idea. Yep. Uh, we also got some feedback. Uh, pipe smoking is now a hobby. This actually comes from Jason Cooper on Twitter. Yeah, this is really insightful. I he think. says, pipe smoking is now a hobby. Previously, Previous generations did it for different reasons, I'm sure, but we can all enjoy it together. Man. Yeah. Yes. Amen. P- preach, brother. That's, That's right. Good. That's good. Uh, Portland Paul mentions on Twitter, he said, yesterday I got to show one of my buddy's 18-year-old sons how to park uh, pack a bowl and, of course, recommended the podcast. Hashtag converting guys, man. Convert cigar guys. Convert cigar guys. I love that. That's, That's so great. great. Well, thank you all so much. We love getting this kind of feedback from you. And, you know, this has been a, a very listener feedback heavy episode, as all pipe culture episodes are. Absolutely. It's been so great. You know, we'd love uh, coming to you guys and, and having this wonderful uh, uh, platform to be able to discuss uh, the community and, and really just not only, you know, we really try hard. I hope it comes through that it's not just about you know me and John David coming out and hanging out every single week. Although yeah. that's a that's a fun part. We of like it. that. It's, right. it's great, <laughs> but it really is about the community. And so you know we we hope that uh, your voices, your opinions are being heard. But we do also want to encourage the conversation to continue. As I mentioned, I will link directly to the uh, the the link for the uh, Reddit community, the discussion that's going on about uh, hipsters in pipe culture. So if you've got an opinion that you don't feel was uh, you know expressed. 
you can express it there. You can also express it on our uh, Facebook page at facebook.com slash country squire radio. And you know, we love getting direct feedback from you as well. Uh, if you tweet us at squire radio, you can send us your thoughts there. You know, you could also tune into the, uh, the live show here through the YouTube channel, which is always great. You can of course tune in at 6 30 PM central time. That's 4 30 Pacific, 7 30 Eastern at country squire and, of course, all of our contact information, including our own personal Twitter accounts, can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. But I'll go ahead and list them all for you right now. We'll do that. You can follow me at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. And you can get us at the shop at at underscore CountrySquire. Again, the show's Twitter handle is at Squire Radio. Guys, thank you all so much for tuning in this week. Uh, we really love getting uh, your your thoughts. And, yeah, this is a lot of fun. And I just I love pipe culture. It's yeah. just it's so awesome. I, I, I do, too. I get to see it every day, but analyzing some of the common threads again – uh, it is just a blast, and, and it's like I mentioned earlier. Like regardless of what walk of life or what stream you come, you know, from or what what brought you to the pipe initially. Like there's that common thread that is there amongst all pipe smokers, and it's it's the love of uh, this thing that we've taken up as a part of our daily ritual and rhythm. And um, man, it's it's so pleasing to me to get to see such a diverse group of people. Uh, brought together by a love for something so simple. Well, hey, let's talk about it more in Chicago, but until then, well, until next week, let's go have a night. <laughs> See you, Bo. Good night. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.